Imagine leaving the comfort of your family and friends to start over again. Imagine get crashing Cannes Film Festival, pursuing your dreams. Today, we're meeting somebody who's actually done that. Stay tuned. This is Talk About. Evelyn, thanks for coming on the, uh, our talk about with Asam Akil. How was your way till, to the, our place? Oh, amazing. Thank you for having me, first of all. <laughs> you find your way easily? Uh, driving in Dubai is not easy. <laughs> not easy, huh? Getting, getting familiar, though. Oh, it's okay. quite good. Yeah. How, how long have you been in Dubai? Two months. Two months. Yeah. But I believe you came from Scotland. I did, yes. Okay. So, uh, what's the story there? Um, the story, oh well, it's, it seems so long ago since I left Scotland and it's only eight weeks so it makes me feel, you know, really excited at what I've done and what I've achieved since mm. then. There's a lot of tears when I left because my family were Absolutely. like, oh mum, <laughs> please don't go, from a really loving family so that was really difficult to leave Scotland. Did you never, ever leave Scotland before? Never, ever. Wow. I was in my comfort zone quite a bit there. Okay. Really love it. But Marseille, Dubai is absolutely what's not to love. It's beautiful, it's got sunshine and um, really fast pace since I've came here. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was fast back home in the city centre. It's in faster Edinburgh, than... But here, oh my goodness, it's like really, really fast. It's, it's fast. I'm supposed to be slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> so you came during, like two months ago, so wasn't it a bit of... Uh... A tough decision during the COVID to leave the family, come over here and try something new over here. I mean, it's a, you know, it's wonderful to have you here, you yeah. know. But uh, how was it that difficult for you, especially yeah. for COVID reasons? So before, when I was living in Scotland, I've been in property okay. for twenty years, ish, and I had a business, holiday lets and real estate. So basically, holiday lettings went a bit south since Covid, okay. very difficult to try and make it work, hospitality. Mm. So I started to work on videos because obviously videos is good. Well before Covid I was trying to do so videos. Do videos. And about real estate? Or? About real estate but also to have a bit of an edge with selling properties rather than just being salesy. Mm. I wanted to bring that into my dream of being a Okay. TV presenter, so I wanted to present property. So two passions in my life is property and presenting. Presenting. Yeah. So I tried to make video work in Scotland. In Scotland, they weren't ready for video then, until COVID hit. Until COVID <laughs> I'm hit. about the only one that thought COVID was going to be good for video, and it, it's turned it out. It was. It was. Because I think people shifted to online and uh, technology yes. and all that, so... Yeah. Well, okay, and... Why did you choose Dubai specifically? And so when I was looking and, and knocking on doors around Edinburgh to people that I knew in the property world, asking them, showing them videos, look, this is what I can do, this is what I can achieve. They were like, yeah, Evelyn, but, you know, we're an establishment. It's not going to happen. Mm. So I was sitting at my computer night after night, worrying about money. How am I going to make money now? 
you know. Okay. And then one day I looked on Instagram and my daughter said, that's, you know, a friend of hers who has a company here in White & Co. Thankfully, Callum White, White & Co, is where I'm working now. Mm. And he gave me the opportunity of a lifetime to say, why don't you come over to Dubai? Saw my videos and said, love them. Really love it. So I had decided that, you know, that was a good option. Um, to grab opportunity by both hands. Let's talk about your documentary for a, for a few minutes. So what inspired you to do that documentary? I think it was a bit of your, I don't want to spoil it, so I want to know, can you tell us more about it? And uh, Oh yeah, the, 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 video, the documentary that's on YouTube was, that came about because I went to Cannes Film Festival. But before that... Okay, wow, so that's a story by yeah. itself. Okay, continue. <laughs> before that, I went, yeah, I went to, I came out on social media and I decided that I loved actors and actresses and I loved to hear their story. And I wanted to be on the red carpet with the microphone. This was my dream. Okay. So I just decided that I would, I would share my story of that and do a documentary. And ideally it was to help people that are maybe struggling and people maybe from even 30 year old, which I find incredible that people that are that age would be terrified to pursue their dreams. Absolutely. In this day where you've got a, a platform like social media. Mm. You know, when I was 30, if I had had that platform, I think I would have been using the platform. Okay. Never too late. <laughs> Never too late. Yeah. So, and going back to Ken's. Yeah. So, tell us about that. I mean, how did it go? Were you invited? What, what, what happened? Um, again, another pinch me moment. Um, I'm a true believer in you land up in places in life for reasons of your dreams. Mm. And, you know, there's signs there. So, I had a boyfriend in Ken. And I remember, I'd never been there before, but I remember seeing the film festival and feeling this belonging, that I need to be here. <laughs> um, unfortunately or fortunately, the relationship split. Okay. And then I decided to turn a positive, uh, a negative into a positive, and I thought, next year I'm coming to Cannes, and I'm going on that red carpet. And I did, I went out there, got my flight, I booked into the best hotel because I realised that to meet actors and actresses, VIP people, and you don't have a ticket or you don't have the money to buy the ticket, mm. then the easiest way to meet these people is to rub shoulders with them in the nice hotels. So you did? So I, st I stayed in the grand okay. who did hotel. Okay, who did you meet there? Oh my goodness, I met so many beautiful people, not, not people that you would know that I could okay. mention, but people that led me to other places. Like I, I then ended up interviewing actresses a bit further forward, but you know, that, that was like a stepping stone for my... I mean, it really sounds like a movie by itself, because like coming from where you're coming from, going to a place without a ticket, uninvited, yeah. And being around all this, and I can imagine sort of the, some people can be really anxious, even the ones who are invited and with tickets and all that, being around uh, 
we don't want, let's not, because you said they're not the, let's say, but whoever they are in the film industry, yeah. it would have been like a scary moment for them and uh, other people would, would freeze, you yes. know, uh -huh. who's with them in the elevator, who's uh, standing down with them and, you know, so, I mean, it sounds like really a film, like someone who had this passion for something, you know, yeah. and just went to achieve it. It reminds me of a, a movie I watched like a long time ago. It's called Kyore uh, Ugly. Oh, yeah. I, don't, uh -huh. I don't know if you watched when the lady just moves to New, uh, to New York to achieve, I think New York it was, yeah. to achieve her uh, dream in singing and, and all that, yeah. you know. So um, it's, it's quite, quite a story in that, yeah. you know. And especially for, uh, I mean, coming to this side uh -huh. from leaving your home country and leaving things over there and coming to this side, I think that's also like courageous and leaving your kids, your... Uh, grandkids and leaving everything sort of not behind yeah, but yeah. sort of uh, like taking sort of a new chapter in your life yeah. you know so what was the response from the people around you you know family friends one day when you told them about whether you want to pursue social media videos or whether you want to come oh. to Dubai what was the feedback oh well they, well going back to the start of when I started to do the social media my family <laughs> were absolutely mortified. They were, oh my goodness, mum, what are you doing? I didn't prepare them, of course. I just decided one day that if I was going to do something, I had to do it without overthinking. Mm. And so one day, I just got on my Facebook and said, hi, I'm Evelyn, and just chatted. And if, I don't know if you've ever been on a platform like that and just spoke for 10 minutes without really having a plan, but it's very scary. Of course it is. <laughs> I was Definitely. sitting there going, oh my goodness, what am I going to talk about now? And then gradually I decided that I would just do it every week. Mm. And my family used to run a mile. They would laugh. They said, oh, wow, mum, what are you doing? But some went to the extent of finding it like family of friends and family and a bit further afield, would ask questions to close friends and say, what's your friend doing? She's bent a bit, sort of, is she going weird? <laughs> so I was like, I had to almost have a thick skin as well because sometimes you could get hurtful comments as well. Mm. I'd be a lot of trolls as well. I have had a lot of really bad things said to me, which would make you really shrivel up if you listen to some of the hate that you can get as well, just by talking and trying to do good and give good value, good tips to people, you know. I mean, it's a bit, uh, I've been there, it's a bit, you know, annoying or sort of, sometimes you do understand where people come from, yeah. but sometimes it's, you don't. And sometimes it's as easy as something saying, okay, this is my life, you know, I'm not yeah. doing something extreme let me do what I want to do, yeah. you know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, exactly. as long as I'm not abandoning anybody, yeah. and I'm not doing anything bad or dangerous, yeah. you know, just let me be. Let me be creative. <laughs> let me be creative. Let yeah. me, you know, we're all, we're here for a certain amount of time, and, yeah. you know, uh, so I, I, I do get where you're coming from. How did you deal with that? 
Did it, did it upset you? Did it get you saying, uh, maybe they're right, I should stop? What, how did you deal with that? Sometimes I'd feel a bit nervous, I must say, because my creative side of me really wanted to let myself go. But I pulled back. I would think, oh, better not do that because such and such won't like it. <laughs> people will judge you. And usually the people that judge you are the ones that you probably don't have time for anyway. Mm. But they have this influence that they can force their opinions on other members of your friends and your family, mm. which will have an impact because they'll then tell you how they're feeling about it. Because they're upset, you get upset. But you have to be quite strong and say, well, actually, it's not that you don't care about other people's opinions, but you really don't want to live their life. Like what you've just mm. said, you know, you want to live your life. So... In that case, I just started to explain to my family, you don't have to be involved in it. And you don't have to watch it. <laughs> exactly. <just laughs> this is mum's life, that's what I say. Look, this the, is mom's look life the other now. way. You are, I've, I've brought you up, and now it's mum's life. So you have to respect and appreciate. They love it now. They absolutely love it now. So, I'm not sure, I've never been to Scotland. What is the culture there in terms of working women, women sitting with their kids. What is the culture like over there? In Scotland, yeah, we've got um, a, a lot of working mothers. Okay. I mean, it is it's the norm now. Till, till, is to, there a specific age or...? Uh... Um, for working mums, um, as in, like my age? Or... Yeah, like do they work, let's say, till their 30s, their 40s, or there is no... Uh... They would tend to work. Um, once their kids, you know, they would have mm. kids and then they would, they would have care for their kids and then work. Real career women, mm. right up till maybe 60. You know, they can work up to 60. There's a lot of self-employed women there as well, but there's a lot of women as well that are very much relying on either their partners to look after them as mm. they get to a certain stage in their life. Certain stage of life, okay. And then their partners as well who maybe have an influence on them to say, it's time you were settling down. Mm. So, winding down at an age okay. of about 60. 60. And do you find women there or ladies that are extremely passionate about what they do or uh, go follow their dreams? I mean, in terms of, uh, let's say like, Yourself, yeah. is there a lot of women that are going there, pursuing their dreams, and sort of like changing the, their bit of their mindset from okay, I'm a working mom, I'm a mom, I have a career, but I actually want to do something in yeah. my life. Do you? Is that? Uh, I find that it's quite it's quite soul destroying for me to see people who have so much talent who have got to an age and decided that they are giving up now. They shelve their dreams, they say, I've, you know, if I could do something, you know, if I could have done something, I would have been this, or they, they wish their life away. Mm. I wish I had done this. Before. But they're not doing anything because mm. they now feel, feel that it's the wrong time. And I would hope that what I do is Will inspire to show other them, people. Yeah, just to show them that they can do it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's interesting because also, like, uh, growing up in this region, you know, back 20, 30 years ago, again, there, there, there wasn't as many 
working moms yeah. as let's say now. So there's more mm. women looking at their careers and you know, while taking care of their families. We're yeah. not saying uh, we're not saying anything, uh, and we're not judging anybody. No. I believe you can have a good balance between working and kids and all that. I don't see many people who are actually pursuing their dreams. I see a lot of them, or quite a segment that sort of, okay, they focus on the kids and all that. And then yeah. when their kids grow up, they're like, they have nothing to do. Yes. They're depressed. They're yes. like, look at their life. Where did I waste my, where did I spend my life, yes. you know? And it sort of, it sort of, you know, like upsets me to, to see that. Yeah. A good thing about social media, again, everything has pros and cons. A good thing about social media is that there are some opportunities on social media, like you could be creative and do things yeah. that uh, inspire other people, that you could do it from your own place. You know, yeah. whether it's a cooking channel, whether it's a, you know, uh, something that is really, that has a good uh, essence in it. You know, yeah. so I think there are and things are changing, yeah. which which is a good thing. But mm -hmm. what would be your uh, your honest advice to? Because I mean, you've been you've tried both uh, like being a working mom, being uh, career oriented, being into your passion. So you tried different things in your okay. life, and I think. Uh, like you should be proud of yourself honestly I'm thank sure you, you are but uh, thank you uh, if you don't hear it much I mean it's really <laughs> something you. great to look at what would be your advice to because also there's a lot of internal battle with for moms these days between yes. career between what yeah. the sort of uh, culture sort of dictates on them you know yeah, absolutely. Uh, a mom who has kids and she's like 42 years old she yeah. cannot say hey listen I want to be an athlete and I want to yeah. go around the world and do athletes. Like the first thing people are going to say, what about your kids? Exactly. There's Why a lot did of you bring them? So yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, to be fair, there's a lot of pressure. That is. So yeah. what would be your thoughts on this? What would be your advice to mothers? My and let's say this side of, this side of. Um, here in Dubai? Yeah, in Dubai and generally, probably, let's say generally. Probably. You know, respecting everything yes. they go through. Yes. But for these people who have this battle, you know. Um, people say that you have to be a, quite a strong person. You have to be strong. You have to, you have to be quite selfish as well. People say selfish, selfish is bad. Selfish is good. I, I totally agree. Because if you're selfish, it means that you're you're going to experience life so much. You have to be selfish with your time. The time is running fast. Precious. Really fast. I wish now I had done this years ago. Even 10 years ago, I wish I had done this 10 years ago. Why did I not do it? And this would be my advice, would be because I listened to other people. Pressure, control. People want to control you. And that's why I probably, in relationships as well, I'm single mm. now because I prefer it that way. People say to me, will you ever get in a relationship again? I think I'm a bit sort of sceptical about getting into a relationship unless someone is going to Understand. have the same passions Support. as me and enjoy the fact that I like to do my life and I appreciate people that do theirs. So you don't have to be living your life just because your partner or society dictates that you have to live a life a certain way. 
And I don't know why that still is an old-fashioned rule that's still there. It's been there for generations. I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, also a lot of moms, a lot of lady, ladies, yeah. like know that sometimes it's it's a bit of a choice. Yeah. Like either uh, they have to decide take care of their kids and yeah. have because that route you went into most. I might be wrong, but most of the time it might be a lonely route, and people don't want to deal with being lonely. Yeah, yeah like right. men yeah. and women yeah. equally, they don't want to be alone. Yes, you know, if you want to pursue, so for them it's like uh, a big decision. Yeah. Do I want the family and kids and the husband and yeah. that support and that, uh, yeah. or do I want to pursue my dreams and passion and be judged and be this? And you know, people are comfortable in their uh, in that zone they're in. So I think that yeah. mentality, I'm not against relationships, no. but I think that mentality of I cannot find that, uh, you know, that middle ground between both, yes. you know, no, is the tough decision on a lot of people. Do you, yeah. do you? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think what happens though is people tend to settle for being settled. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where they become very unhappy. And then you hear it all the time. You hear people have lived their life to a certain age. And then you old people, for example, even if we go back to granny and grandpa, I wish I had done this with my life, you know, yeah. I wish if I was young again, if I had my time again, I would do. And that's really something that you should listen to and never regret. And I, I'll never have regrets now. You know, I did have regrets when I was younger, but I'll never have regrets now because everything I'm doing opens up a new door, like just like now, I'm sitting beside you. <laughs> <laughs> and how did I get here? Exactly. Mm. You know? Okay, so what other things do you enjoy doing? What are, what are your hobbies? What do you do in your free time besides social, like recording and all that? That seems to have been something that has, it's been like my, I love the gym and I love running and all this, but my big thing is I've got really quite obsessed with my camera. Okay. Are you like that as well? Once you become creative, I don't think you can. Move. I think I get obsessed with my with my with my head, with my creative <laughs> side. So I sort of annoy everybody, yeah. including the people behind the camera who are looking at me yeah. now and staring. It's like, uh, yeah. So I think I get so obsessed with uh, with the with the ideas and the creativity, yeah. you know, more than the actual physicality of a camera, you know. But yes, I understand. That's right. uh -huh. But what I love is the, the fact that if I can look back at, at 2017 when I started on YouTube and I can look back at my videos, I'm creating a legacy of life, which my, my parents didn't have that. You know, I, I wish, looking back, that they had done something like what I've done because you would always have your parents and that would be like a really lovely, comfortable thing to have, watching the TV, seeing your mum you know, on the TV. It's amazing, it's yeah. amazing. So your dream is being a TV presenter? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how, I think that that has almost lost itself in transit because the TV presenter that I saw myself doing was on the TV, but the TV now is mm. extinct almost, I think. 
Yeah, you know. This is this is the new, the new era. Yes. I think uh, also like this was really interesting that we'll show your documentary. You said it's on YouTube. It is, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna put some some of these clips uh, for people to watch and know about you and also your. Uh, I mean. Uh, know about your dreams, your goals, and yeah. how you inspire people and all that. I was really inspired by just seeing you and meeting you and hearing those fascinating things about you and like that thrive and that you know persistence. I do, I do have like amazing respect Thank for uh, for what you've done for yourself, for your courage, uh, you know, for also raising kids and grandkids. You know, it's it's a lot that people don't. Uh, you know, don't really sort of look at or appreciate, yeah. you know, but uh, I'm lost for words. It's really, <laughs> truly inspiring. Thank so you. thank you so much. Thank you. And I uh, hope to see you again soon over here. Thank you very much. You're just as creative as well. So guys, check him out. <laughs> I, I, pre I, pre I appreciate that. You're so kind. I appreciate that. We'll talk to you soon. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks.